You are listening to the Everyday Norm Podcast, the podcast that talks about your everyday issues. No topic is off limits from fashion, sports, traveling, even anime. If it's a topic, we talk about it. And if it's hot, you know it's going on the grill. I'm your host, Big Norm. Thank you for tuning in and tell a friend about the Everyday Norm Podcast. Now, let's do this. What's up, everyone? This is your boy, Big Norm, and welcome back to the Everyday Norm Podcast. If this is your first time, I want to say thank you for taking time out to listen to Big Norm and the Everyday Norm Podcast. If you are listening in the United States or abroad, I want to say thank you for all your support, for showing me some love, and please share and tell a friend about the Everyday Norm Podcast. Now, go to our Facebook page, the Everyday Norm Podcast. Become a Norm Sayer. Join Big Norm Nation. Tell me what you think about this episode and previous episodes. Please check out my gaming channel if I have any gamers out there. Big Norm TV, you can find on YouTube and also Facebook and also Instagram as well. Please check out my second podcast, Speak Life. So please check those out. I thank you for all your support once again, and let's have a good time. But on today, we will be discussing the NBA and its fans. As you know, um, recently fans have been allowed to come back into the arenas. Um, Limited capacity, not full capacity as of yet. But even before the pandemic, the NBA fans have been a certain way and sometimes they get a little too carried away when it comes to the players to the point where players find themselves in predicaments that could put them in jeopardy or even harm's way. And we recently had an incident with Russell Westbrook and a fan. So we're going to talk about that and see what can be done or what should be done. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. It's the Everyday Norm Podcast right here. What's up, y'all? Big Norm here. Look, I have a second podcast now. But even though I have two podcasts, I still use the same platform, Anchor. Anchor is the free platform that allows you to record, edit, and publish your podcast. It's quick, it's easy, and it's free. So if you need intro music, if you need outro music, or retake a segment, don't worry. Anchor has everything you need. Anchor even distributes your podcast to Google Podcasts, Spotify, even Apple Podcasts. So what are you waiting for? You can even get paid for your podcast with no minimum listenership. What else can I say? It's quick, it's easy, and it's free. So what are you waiting for? Download the app on iOS, Android, iPad, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, podcasting made easy. Okay, we are back. It's the Everyday Norm Podcast with your boy, Big Norm. Um, Today's topic, the NBA and its fans. 
Now, recently, there was an incident involving a fan and Washington Wizards player Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry, Westbrook. I'm sorry. Uh, during the game, um, Westbrook was injured and had to be uh, escorted or helped to the locker room on his way back. A fan uh, poured popcorn on top of him and rightfully so Westbrook was very upset and not surprisingly Westbrook lost his cool after the popcorn was poured on his head and began exchanging words with the fan now, as a result the security cards security guards and members of the team kept staff uh, kept him back from getting to the fan sounds all too familiar now, to the best of knowledge, the fan, that person has been banned from the arena and Russell Westbrook did um, comment on it. He said, you know, basically the fans being allowed to do pretty much seem like they're allowed to do whatever they want to do. And it's uh, ridiculous. And it got me thinking. Uh, about the dynamic between the NBA and I'm not just saying just the NBA I'm just using them as an example because they've been in the news recently because you have uh, unruly fans and many many sports arena uh, sports uh, uh, arenas and many different sports from baseball soccer hockey uh, you name it wherever there's a sports gathering there's going to be some kind of unruly uh, fan for whatever reason but when it comes to the NBA, and I think about it now, you have the NBA has a little bit more um, access for fans to the players as opposed to NBA and Major League Baseball to an extent, even hockey, because uh, fans can, you know, order courtside seats behind the players to really get a good experience of the NBA game. Now, we've seen in the past in different videos how fans will often heckle a player, um, you know, say things and this and that. And, you know, there is a point where they can go beyond the security to come in and either give them a warning, say, hey, leave the player alone. Or if they say the wrong thing, they could be banned um, from that arena from a, a certain amount of time to uh, for life, actually. So what do we need to do because the incident with Russell Westbrook and I'm not uh, like I said that's just one particular incident you know you get to the point where uh, I think even recently in the New York Knicks Atlanta Hawks game I think in game one where NBA player I mean Atlanta Hawks player Trey Young uh, was allegedly spit on um, while getting ready to inbound the ball during the game so we're having incidents now that you know once again now that fans are back into the arenas which i still think is a stupid idea even though you've been vaccinated you know i've talked about that i've talked about that with uh, vaccines and reopening so please check those previous episodes on that won't go back into those right now but fans being allowed back into the arenas and you know people are excited to be back in arenas after quarantine and this and that and so forth and i get all that 
but Westbrook and other players who support what he said um, makes a very, very good point. Like I said, the NBA is a million, probably maybe a trillion dollar business. Billion, definitely, but maybe a trillion dollar business. So we need to understand some things that the NBA needs to do a better job protecting its players. Regardless if you like Russell Westbrook, if you don't like Russell Westbrook, whether you, regardless what your opinion is of him on and off the court, the bottom line is he should not have to deal with that type of behavior from a fan. I don't care how much money you paid for your ticket. It does not matter to me. I don't care how much of a uh, home, home, um, home, Time hometown supporter you are that doesn't matter to me no NBA player should have to deal with that type of behavior from a fan because he doesn't either like the player or he does not like the team that he is on that behavior is inexcusable the problem is ladies and gentlemen that we're having similar incidents like the one with Westbrook and Trey Young on a regular basis or a consistent basis more times than what should be going on now what can we do to eliminate this well the nba is going to crack going to have to crack down because understand something nba the nba player the players are your investment so with any company, what is their, what are they going to do with their investment? They're going to do everything they can to protect their investment. So maybe, just maybe, the NBA may need to look into making some adjustments as far as access, fan access to the players because no one wants to see another incident with the, uh, the, what, the Palace Auburn, Auburn Palace with Ron Artest. No one wants to see that. That is one of the most, uh, whew, that's one of the most embarrassing things the NBA has ever experienced. And no one wants to see another incident like that. But fans are getting to a point where they feel emboldened to do or say certain things like they're entitled to because they are the paying customer or they're, uh, lifetime fans or whatever the case may be and that is just in my my view that is just simply inexcusable inexcusable that is simply inexcusable though the players have a right to be protected players have a right to be able to do their job without all the hoopla and all the the extra stuff sometimes now if you want to criticize a player and again, don't, don't get me wrong. I've been at uh, arenas and gatherings where, you know, but I keep it, I've kept it uh, clean. I kept it civil. I kept it respectful. For example, I uh, went to a local wrestling show uh, a few months back. And, you know, you you have your good guy. You have your baby face. You have your bad guy. You have your heel. And when, you know, when things are going the heels way you'll say boo you'll say yay finish him oh he's not what you do stuff like that but it's in a way that helps 
this show. But if I were to go and say and call this wrestler out of his or her name and and call them everything under the sun but a child of God and and try to throw something at them, whether it be a soda, a drink, a popcorn, whatever the case may be, I've crossed the line. I've crossed the line. And I should be escorted, if not worse. But the NBA player is the NBA's biggest asset, biggest investment. LeBron, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. All these guys are investments for the NBA. So guess what, NBA? This generation of players aren't the same players that many of you are accustomed to and can't seem to let go meaning the LeBrons and Steph Curry's Russell Westbrook the Draymond's those players the Kyrie's the KD's those players aren't Magic Larry Bird Danny Ainge uh, Kevin McHale Michael Jordan Isaiah Thomas and meaning in the mindset. Now, if this persists, one thing that could possibly happen and maybe it needs to happen is for the players to simply not step on the court. Plain and simple. Well, why would you why would they do that, Big Norm? Simple. If a player does not feel that they are safe in the environment and that the that their boss, their employer, the league, the team is not or has not done enough to keep them protected from fans and interactions like this then in all good faith for their for their welfare they may not feel comfortable getting on the court it's just that simple it's just that simple i should be able to just like you and me they should be able to come to come to the arena do their job and go home you're going to have your critics. There's nothing wrong with that. That's different. It's, it's different. But when you got players throwing beers at you, cups of beer, uh, pouring pop popcorn, things like, things like that, that's ridiculous. Being spat on, that's ridiculous. That's, that's disgusting. But what is the NBA going to do? Because this clearly is not going to stop. It has not stopped. It's been going on for years, even before the Palace incident run our test it's been going on for years so what is the player what is the, what is the nba going to do to protect the player because when it came to the palace incident yeah they they, they punished all those involved particularly Ron Artest. i think he took a year suspension and so forth and i think they dealt with the fan that initially started the whole thing but the nba needs to do more the NBA needs to do more. Now, one thing I think the NBA could look into is pushing back the um, distance between the player and the fan, meaning uh, no courtside seats or have them uh, at a distance to where they are nowhere reachable to the NBA player. Now, in the case of Russell Westbrook, he was going down a tunnel and there was uh, some kind of covering, but maybe not a complete covering to prevent the popcorn from being poured on him. But nevertheless, um, better protection for the NBA player, for the player when they're coming into the arena, coming in and out the tunnel 
for the game or if they had to leave for halftime or injury anything like protection under those uh circumstances but clearly what's been what's doing what's been done if anything at all clearly is not enough for the player and these players now they're speaking their minds they're not concerned about what the league may think about certain things they're very vocal and they're going to let you know how they feel because these players here are 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 more aware or more vocal about it about what they're worth about what they're worth and they're not afraid to speak on it they're not afraid to speak on it and some have some influence to where they could maybe talk to the commissioner or talk to team owners and say look this is what's going on but if enough players enough key players enough premier players that pretty much hold the league down as far as revenue as far as ticket sales as far as tv and things like that if enough of those players, the LeBrons, the Kyries, the KDs, the Troys, I mean the Trey Youngs, the Draymonds, and Steph Curry, if they were to say, "Look, if the if you the NBA, oh, I'm sorry, if you the team owner, if you the organization, or the NBA for that matter, but primarily the NBA, if you cannot provide better protection or find better ways to protect us as players, then we in turn will not get on the court and play." out of safety for our well-being because like i said this time it could have it was it's popcorn who's to say it won't be something worse something more more dangerous something lethal who's to say that you can't predict what the nba fan is going to do who's to say that a fan won't try to jump on the court run on the court and attack a player We've seen something like this before. Remember years ago with Monica Sellers, the number one at that time, the number one tennis player in the world, a man came out of nowhere, ran on the court and stabbed her in the back. Thank God she survived, but she was never the same after that. She was never the same after that. I'm not even sure if tennis has even made any precautions and changes since that incident. I'll have to look into that. I can't say either way. But remember that who's to say that an NBA fan, some fanatic, some crazed lunatic won't do the same thing while the player is on the court? Who's to say that? We've seen stuff like this in professional wrestling. People come out of nowhere, stand next to the wrestler while they're in the ring. Security, by then it's too late. We've seen uh, uh, a fan attack Stone Cold Steve Austin. We've seen a fan attack Stone Cold Steve Austin in the middle of a ring in a match with Triple H. So what's to say, who's to say something like that won't happen in the NBA? We've seen people, come on people, let's keep this 100. We've seen people uh, running across a baseball field, not trying to hurt a player, just to be seen on TV. And we've seen uh, security chasing after them. We've seen it. We've seen it on the football field. You know, just to be seen so they can make the highlight film, the highlight section on the night's news, evening news, ESPN. We've seen this. What's to, what's to stop it from happening on the NBA, at the, for the, to the NBA? What's to stop it from happening? Because the way I see things, nothing. There is very little, if any, protection for the NBA player in these arenas. Very little protection. Very little protection. And that's the problem. 
NBA, you have a serious issue on your hands. You need to protect your players. It doesn't matter how much money they make. It doesn't matter if they're a star or not. They are an NBA employee. They are a professional basketball player, whether they're starting, first string, uh, uh, bench warmer. It doesn't matter. You need to protect your players, not just your players, your coaches, coaching staff, anybody in the organization, because they are your assets. Those, they, these are the people that are making money. These are putting. These are the people that are putting behinds in the seats. You need to protect your investment. You need to protect your players. Because if you don't protect them and they're fit and if they feel like they're not being protected, they won't play for you. Or they may play for someone else who feel who they feel is taking this issue very, very seriously. So the NBA, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, Silver Silverman, um, the NBA commissioner, you have some work to do. You got to figure out some so NBA owners, you all have some some discussing, some talks you need to have. And you need to be listening to these players because we having too many of these quote unquote isolated incidents in the NBA throughout the years and it's going to get worse and I would hate for this to get worse in order for get in order for it to get better is it going to take what is it I'm, I'm, I'm really asking this question was it what will it really take because you could easily have a fan who's upset that his team is losing and uh, someone on the opposing team got the hot hands and just to give his team a chance of winning run out to the court and attack the player the opposing player who's on a roll what's to stop that from happening he would get to the players half chance half the time he would probably get to that player before security got to him now granted uh, the teammates will probably uh do something to him as well and i get i get that but it's not it's not the teammates responsibility they're not security they're players sure they'll look out for their own i understand that Somebody wanna, somebody wanna come out the out the crowd and, and, and try to tell yeah you gonna catch some hands. We're gonna tap dance on you. I get that one hundred percent. But what's to stop that from happening? Or a fan who's just who's just so oh, may have some mental issues decides to do something who feels that a player is some type of threat or this and that. What's to stop the fan from doing that? We have to take these things and take them very very seriously now granted like i say west westbrook is a hothead i i don't i'm not i'm not a fan of russell westbrook the player but it has nothing to do that is irrelevant when it comes to him being injured going to the going to the locker room to be uh, evaluated on his injury and someone pouring popcorn on him as he's walking as he's being escorted to the back. You all, please tell me what sense that made. What in what reality is that okay to do? In what reality is that okay? To, let me ask. Let me let me inform, enlighten people. Do you realize that in this society, in this country, even if you were to splash water on an officer, that is considered assault. Ordinary. H2O water, plain drinking water from the tap, from a bottle, from a jug, from a water hose. If you were to uh, splash water onto an officer, that is considered an assault. What this man did, and granted, you, know, yeah, you may say, oh, it's only popcorn, doesn't matter. 
he poured popcorn on another person. That's assault. He should be prosecuted. Hopefully he was arrested. Not just banned, but even if he was banned for a certain he shouldn't even be banned for a certain amount. He should be banned lifetime. Lifetime banned. And even then, you still need to send a message. So NBA, you got some, you have a problem on your hands that you need to get this fixed as soon as possible. Because if you don't, this is going to get worse before it gets better. If fans feel that they can do something like that and halfway get, a, get away with it, you're going to see an increase in fan player incidents, interactions. And they're not going to be good. They're not going to be positive. And at the end of the day, it's going to make you, the NBA, look bad it's going to give you the black eye and after a while players are are going to get tired of dealing with this and feeling like their their team organization their their general manager their owner or the commissioner is not doing enough to protect them i put my line i put my bite on the line day in day out for five six days out the week i'm playing games here games there and yes, you're paying me a good amount of money, but not to the point where if my welfare, my livelihood, my well-being is in jeopardy from some fan not liking me, it's not worth playing for your team. It's not worth playing or working for your organization. You know, you have to be careful. I remember someone uh, yelled out to LeBron, how does it feel to be a loser, this and that? They looked at him like, do you want to get banned from the arena? All he did was ask a question. I didn't, I didn't think he was out of bounds, but I'm not the one making the rules. So NBA, ball is in your court. All eyes on you. LeBron has spoken out on it. Other players have spoken out on it. They may not like Russell Westbrook as a person, as a player, but they respect the fact that he deserves to be protected and he does not deserve to be treated like that in any way, shape, or form. So you all got some explaining to do. But see, the problem I'm seeing is that, yes, what the fan did was wrong. But if Russell Westbrook was able to get free and get to that player and have another incident like we did at the Auburn Palace with Ron Artest, all the focus would have been on Russell Westbrook and his actions as opposed to the fan and his actions. The actions that led up to that. Granted, we know Russell Westbrook would have to use some decorum and know he can't do anything like anything like that. But if he did Everyone would be talking about Russell and not the fan. Oh, the, his behavior was just inexcusable. Yes, we understand the fans should not have done that, but you're an NBA player. You should have the X, Y, and Z, and this, that, and the third. That's the narrative that would be said. That is the narrative that would be said. And in that aspect, yeah, I understand that. Russell, you know, you, you, you screwed up. But we need to put more emphasis on the actions of the fans because the players are not going out there taunting fans at all. They're going out there and doing their job, doing their job. It's bad enough where you got crowds screaming to, screaming to a player, F you, and dropping this bomb and dropping that bomb. Some of them are even dropping racial slurs during the game. It's ridiculous. Now, what can we do? Well, like I said, push back the seating in the arenas for NBA games, just like you have a considerable amount of distance uh, from from football players in the arenas. Uh, 
distance in soccer. You have some distance in hockey. You have the whole plastic barricade for hockey. So the NBA needs to do something. You need to do. You need to do something. Either not allow, even though you're under limited capacity, maybe not allow the first 10, 15 rows to be available um, right now. And then when things get back to normal, if that ever even happens, you could still limit the amount of seating, the uh, proximity seating to the NBA player because the players, the coaches, even the tile boy, they need to feel like they are being protected and the league has a, uh, has their back. The league has their support. But if they don't feel that way, they won't play. And if they don't play, you lose money NBA teams. You lose money NBA organizations. And you can try to throw the contract in their face all you want to, but at the end of the day, no amount of money is worth my welfare. I'm not going to sacrifice my livelihood, my wealth, my my personal. Uh, I'm not going to sacrifice, like I said, my well-being, my livelihood, anything like that, just so you can make a dollar. If you're not going to protect me, if you're not going to protect me, because most of these places, most of the arenas, I, I could be wrong. I think I don't think a lot of them have any type of metal detecting device. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I have not gone to a basketball game in some time um, I hear outside of Atlanta. So I do not know. But it would not be hard for some of them, for a fan to sneak something into the arena to use as some type of weapon if he or she chose to, if they felt they could get access to an NBA player. So the NBA, you have a lot of work to do. You have a lot of work to do because the players are getting irritated the players are speaking so my question is to you NBA are you listening well ladies and gentlemen that is going to do it for today talking about the NBA and its fans and what can they do to protect the players Hope you enjoyed this episode. Please tell me what you think about this episode. Go to bignorm507 at gmail.com. Bignorm507 at gmail.com. Tell me what you think about this episode and previous episodes of the podcast. Be sure to check out Speak Life, new episodes on Saturdays. Please also check out Big Norm TV. You can find on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And once again, I want to thank everyone for their support and showing love to me and big norm nation but this has been the everyday norm podcast i am your host big norm i love you all with the love of jesus and i will leave you with these words let's look upward and not downward let's go forward and not backwards always lend a helping hand in jesus name amen god bless you and i will see you when i see you